Independence Day for St. Kitts and Nevis is September the 19th. This is What Good, brought to you by Talking Tales and hosted by storyteller Keisha Christie. Oral traditions is an inaugural part of who we are and preserves our culture. Join us every week as we gather and we share stories and talk culture. Gather together your family and friends, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and most of all, What Good. Welcome to another episode of What Good. I'm your storyteller, Keisha Christie, and this week we are celebrating Independence Day for St. Kitts and Nevis. Independence Day for St. Kitts and Nevis is September the 19th, and this year, 2020, they'll be celebrating their 37th year of independence. Let's start with What is St. Kitts and Nevis known for? St. Kitts and Nevis is known for their beautiful beaches, pristine tropical forests, and their friendly locals. We also know St. Kitts to be known as Sugarcane Island, or commonly called Sugar City. Let's get into the national symbols for St. Kitts and Nevis. National symbols are the national bird, which is the brown pelican, the national flag with its red, yellow, black, and green, green for the land, yellow for the sun, black for the African heritage, red from slavery through colonialism to independence. And there are two white stars symbolizing hope and liberty on its flag. The national flower is known as the poinciana or flamboyant. The national dish is stew saltfish with spicy plantain, coconut dumplings, and seasoned breadfruit. Mmm, that sounds amazing. The motto for St. Kitts and Nevis is country above self. Where is St. Kitts and Nevis located? Well, these two islands are located east of Puerto Rico. In honor of St. Kitts and Nevis independence, we've got two great stories for you. Some things I found out about St. Kitts and Nevis is that their oral traditions are mainly surrounded or based in the idea of masquerade. So when you do research into the culture and the heritage of St. Kitts and Nevis, you'll find a lot um, of dramatization on their masqueraders. Uh, they dress up in large costumes and they basically act out scenes and events. So when it was coming down to finding out about their storytellers and the stories that they tell, it was a little bit tricky. You find a, very, a lot of information about the parades that they hold and you can learn a lot about the history of St. Kitts and Nevis. But the stories that they traditionally tell were a little bit difficult to uncover outside of the masquerades that are held. But I've got two great ones for you. So let's get into it. This first story is called Br'er Hummingbird and Br'er Rabbit. Once upon a time, there was a time where the animals lived so good together. And Br'er Hummingbird was the best of the best. Mm. Br'er Hummingbird could do so many things. But the one thing that Br'er Hummingbird prided itself on was cooking. He could cook and make your food taste so sweet. He was known all across the island. Well, 
There was only one other person that could cook just as good as Br'er Hummingbird, and that was Br'er Rabbit. And Br'er Rabbit could cook to the point where your toes would curl at the table and it would just make you go, hmm. So, Br'er Hummingbird heard about Br'er Rabbit and wanted to prove that there was nobody better than he. So he approached Br'er Rabbit and said, Br'er Rabbit, I challenge you to a cooking contest. Well, the two sat down and picked a date, and when the day arrived, they came ready to feast. Hmm. They went to their prospective places, and Br'er Rabbit decided that he was going to make some stew, sawfish, and spicy plantain. Well, Hummingbird decided that he was going to make some seasoned breadfruit, coconut dumpling, and some other things. He'll keep that a secret. And the two went to their places and began cooking. And I tell you, the smells in the air were just like heaven to the nose. You could smell the onions and tomatoes, the saltfish and the breadfruit. And everything was smelling nice. As a matter of fact, folks from all around came to witness this contest. And boy, everyone's belly started to grumble as the fragrance of the food rose high into the air. And the judges were excited to get a taste. Well, when the meals were ready and plated and placed in front of the judges, Br'er Hummingbird waited, anticipating his victory. Where Br'er Rabbit was a little more humble, but excited to be a part of the event anyways. So, the judges took a little bit from Br'er Hummingbird. Mm. And they took a little bit from Br'er Rabbit. Mm. Well, all of the votes were cast and the ballots were counted and it turns out that the winner of the cooking contest was Br'er Rabbit and everybody was excited and congratulated Br'er Rabbit on his win. Well, that was not good enough for Br'er Hummingbird because see, nobody, I mean nobody, was better than Br'er Hummingbird. So Br'er Hummingbird waited. He waited for everybody to gather all of their things and return to their houses. And he proceeded to approach Br'er Rabbit and said, Br'er Rabbit, I wanted to congratulate you on your win. Hmm. Br'er Rabbit was just happy to have won and said, thank you, thank you so much. But to Br'er Hummingbird, there could be nobody, I mean nobody, better than Br'er Hummingbird. So Br'er Hummingbird took out a gun and shot. Bang! Br'er Rabbit was gone. And from that day until today's day, Br'er Hummingbird was known as the best cook on the island. This next story is called The Ugly Horse. Once upon a time, there was a beautiful young woman, and she was of the marrying age and was looking for a proper suitor. Well, 
Men came from far and wide and none of them met her fancy until one day she met a man, a very handsome man. And when he smiled, his teeth were golden. And she thought to herself, this man has got to be rich and he is so handsome and so nice. And so the two dated and they courted for some time and then she introduced him to her father and her father gave her his blessing and the two were to marry. The two got married and moved into their matrimonial home and that's when the girl started to notice some things that didn't seem right. Well, after a little bit of investigation and some asking around, she realized that her handsome husband with the golden teeth was really the devil. With all of that, she became very afraid and she wanted to escape. But how was she going to do that? She had nothing. The only thing that she owned was an ugly horse given to her by her father. Well, this horse was observing everything that was going on because he grew up with this little girl and loved her so much. And when this horse sensed how much danger this girl was in, he convinced her somehow to get on his back and he rode off into the wilderness, taking the girl away from the home, away from the devil that she knew. They rode and rode and rode and rode to a distant land in another country where she became a member of the government. That horse stayed faithful to that girl the entire time. She grew up. She held court as governor of this new country. And when she was well and when she was satisfied with the work that she had done, the horse brought her home to her father where her father told her how much he loved her and how much he was proud of her and how she was just enough. And the horse was treated very well for his loyalty. The end. Our final story today is called The Donkey That Tried to Bark. <laughs> Donkey thinks that the farmer would treat him so much better if he behaved like a dog. You see, Donkey and the farmer had been together for such a long time, but he happened to notice how the farmer would treat the dogs that lived on the farm. Hmm. The farmer would take care of the dogs, groom the dogs, feed the dogs, where the donkey had to work all day long. And the only sound the donkey would make was, and of course, every time he made the sound, the farmer would flinch just a little bit. So donkey took it upon himself and said, if he could bark like a dog or behave the way that the dogs behaved, he would be treated in the same manner. So Donkey went out and began to bark, ooh, 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 until it became a full bark. But little did he know that the farmer started to grow very alarmed that his donkey was beginning to bark. And these, these frightening sounds were just running away thieves at nighttime, which was a good thing, but the donkey also refused to eat grass. The donkey wanted food like how the dogs would get. 
Well, the farmer refused to pay to feed the donkey food because it was a donkey and donkeys eat grass. Well, donkey began to get very weak and he could hardly work in the fields. At first, the farmer said, donkey, let, let's, let's get some rest. Well, I mean, that is what the donkey had in his mind. He thought that the farmer would see how weak he was and give him some time to recover and recuperate. But instead, the farmer beat him. And the donkey tried so hard to be better than the dogs. But no matter how much he behaved more and more like a dog, he got in more and more trouble. And he kept getting beaten by the farmer each and every time. The donkey became much wiser after the dog tells him how foolish he was to try to be something that he wasn't. And from that point to today day, donkeys have never barked again. Instead, they stick firm with their yee Thank you for joining us another great episode of What Good. Join us next week as we upload new episodes every Tuesday for your enjoyment. As we always say, gather your friends and your families, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and most of all, what good.